Welcome to the Work Less, Profit More Business Podcast. Hi, you know my voice. I'm Diana Lidstone, mother, wife, grandmother, and business strategist. But today we're going to do something a little different. I have a super special guest from the North Pole. We're going to let this business talk slide, and we're going to focus more on the upcoming Christmas season. Well, my friends, you never know who you'll meet at a networking event. Several months ago, I had the pleasure of meeting this rather jolly man who truly works in his zone of genius. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about what the Christmas season means to me, means to people in different parts of the world. So welcome aboard, Santa Mike. Thanks, Diana. Thank you for inviting me along. Oh, it's my pleasure. We need to hear some of your ho, ho, ho. I don't really do ho, ho, ho. Oh, yeah. I think that came out of people trying to write laughs in comic strips back in the olden days. It's become accepted that Santa goes ho, ho, ho. But would you laugh going ho, ho, ho? My ho, ho, ho is more... (laughs) It's a laugh. It's just laughing, isn't it? It is. It is. And, you know, that's the positivity of the season is, you know, a laugh. And so I'm really curious... I haven't heard your story, so I'd like if you would share with our listeners about how did you get started into this? I'd love to tell you. A long time ago, (laughs) it really was, when I was just in my 30s, my children were at school and I was the newest guy on the Parent Teachers Association. And it was a bit earlier than this in the year. It was November and it was a miserable day and I'd got back from work and I was not very happy about having to go out to the PTA meeting. But I went along. And then the chairman said, right, we need Father Christmas for the Christmas fair. Now, who's going to do that? And everyone was suddenly staring at the desk, looking at their notes, not saying a word. (laughs) And the chairman said, Mr. Faculty, you'll do it, won't you? So I got, if you like, lumbered with doing it. I was voluntold that I was doing it. Yes. And I went home and I was complaining. And my wife, Sue, she's wonderful. And she said, you might enjoy it. And I said, yeah, sure, I'll enjoy it. At the time, I had a great big ginger beard ah when i dressed up as santa or father christmas as we always used to say in those days it was a hood on a kind of a cloak thing not a jacket like this and you could clearly see this ginger beard around the edges of this sort of cotton wool white beard and it was obviously me to me oh this is going to be a disaster but i went to the school And from the moment that the first child came in and their face lit up when they saw me and they ran over and grabbed my legs and sort of said, Father Christmas, I love you. Oh, my word. I was hooked. That was it. I was caught. This is what I wanted to do any time I could through the rest of my life. Amazing. Amazing. So tell us about some of the gigs, if you will, that you have done that might be a little unusual. Mm hmm. Mainly when I was still working full time in the corporate world, I did things like office parties and office children's parties and the occasional school fair and things. But when I retired about 11, 12 years ago, I started thinking I could do more. I could do more Father Christmas stuff or Santa I was by then. And I found an agency called the Ministry of Fun here in the UK, and they organised Santa gigs, as you say, you get gigs. Uh And one of the first they got me was I dressed in their Santa uniform, going airside 
at Gatwick Airport working with a particular airline. I don't know if I can say who they were. She'd be all right. I'll say it. Virgin Airlines. The there Virgin Atlantic. <laughs> and I was on a sleigh with a huge, huge bag of presents behind me and holding reins out. But they weren't connected to reindeer. They just went off shot and then they were mocked up afterwards to be connected to a jumbo jet, a virgin jumbo jet. And they took lots of shots on the ground, but then they faked it so that there was a shot of, I'm using my hands, what good is that? There was a shot of (laughs) the sky in the mountains with me and my sleigh and up ahead of me, an aeroplane with the virgin tail signs and that. And it was amazing. And it made me think, I'm getting paid money to do this. And surely so many people would be pleased to pay hundreds of pounds to do it as a red letter day. Right. Because you get to the air side of the airport and you're working with these stewardesses and your pilots and everything and the ground crew and the, the loaders. And that was one of the amazing ones. Same agency, funnily enough, got me another one that I loved, which was a British supermarket, local, I guess, from over there, <laughs> had a contest where people who bought their Christmas party shopping at the supermarket could enter their names in a drawer. And three people were drawn out to have their Christmas party shopping delivered by Santa. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. And it was brilliant because there was one in London, one in Manchester or somewhere, and one right up in Liverpool. And the people involved, there were a couple of elves and me and all the publicity guys and the PR woman and everyone. And we travelled around in vans. But there were reindeer, real reindeer, that went up in a lorry. Wow. driving a team of two reindeer pulling a sleigh which was actually on wheels the one in liverpool it turned out it was for the staff party at a children's school so the playground was full of children who'd come out to meet santa and to see the reindeer that was a spectacular job oh that must have been just so fulfilling to see i mean yes to deliver presents for the staff party but to see a schoolyard full of kids probably with their mouths hanging open you know oh my god santa is real and the reindeer are real and oh how amazing yeah Yeah, it was really lovely and i had quite a moving thing happen there because one of the little girls came up to me and said can i make my wish santa i said yeah of course you can I said, well, my sister's just had a baby. I'm an auntie now, but I've never seen the baby because my sister and my mum had a row and they're not talking. And I'm an auntie and I've never seen the baby. And so I was, can you fix that kind of thing? <laughs> well, right. And you can't say, yes, I'll fix that. But no. you just say, well, growing ups can be really silly. Why don't you tell your mummy how much you'd love to see your nephew or your niece and see what happens? And tell her not to be silly. <laughs> Because I, th- I think, you know, Santa can't say that. Who can? <laughs> Normally you do these visits and you never hear a thing. But the Ministry of Fun, the agency that booked me, contacted me in January to say the headmistress had been in touch from the school and said that the little girl's sister and the baby had spent the Christmas with them because of what I'd said. Oh, my goodness. I, I was so full up with you yeah. know, joy that that happened. Yeah. How amazing is that? How amazing. So you have, and I just heard as we were getting ready for this podcast recording, you have written several books. Yes, children's books, yeah. Children's books. So you said you'd written three. And tell us the story behind why you wrote those books. Right, yes. I've always been a storytelling Santa when I do home visits, when I've got time, because it helps to settle a child down. Quite often I'm doing a home visit with a child that wouldn't be happy going to the mall or to a grotto. And it gives them time just to get used to me and settle down. It's it's really lovely. 
and I make up stories based on existing stories. And parents and grandparents would say to me, oh, is that in a book? Because we'll get the book and we can read it to him or her at night. (laughs) It isn't, but it will be. (laughs) Perfect solution, because... I'm sure those are the kinds of things that stay in people's minds and then it makes memories and they go, oh, guess what? You know, here's Santa's book. So how amazing is that? Now, you've also come into the 21st century just this month with a podcast that is a daily message from Santa. And I think that is so wonderful. That is so wonderful. And I'm going to put the link to it in the show notes as well as for the books, because I think I'm guessing, having met you, that the message for December or the messages for December are certainly applicable to all year. And who knows, you know, next year, you know, who knows, maybe you'll do a podcast for the whole year. (laughs) That would be lovely. I did think I couldn't do a daily podcast. I'm finding it such hard work, particularly this time of year, of course, with all the other work going on. But yeah, I was thinking I could have like a Santa's Kindness Club or something with a monthly podcast or maybe a fortnightly podcast. And there you one go. of the things I'm doing on the podcast is to give a shout out to children where I hear children have done really kind things. So there was a little girl called Francesca. And I gave her a shout out on the podcast because I heard that in her school, there was a much smaller girl in year one who was really frightened to go to the school photo session. And Francesca went with her and sort of held her hand off camera so that she wouldn't be frightened and so she could get a nice photo. And so I gave her a call out on the podcast. Every day there are thousands of things like that happening and therefore there's plenty of material. Plenty of material. So what came to my mind is you know, how kids write to Santa, well, they could during the year send you voice messages and yeah. that, that would give you inspiration and content for, I'm sure, the whole year. <laughs> yeah, as long as it was coming through, they're grown up. So I've got permission to use it. True. That yeah. would be, I'd love that because then you've actually got not just my voice all the time. Yes. <laughs> At the moment, it's all me. Yeah, and it would be lovely to yes to have some actual children's voices saying, particularly if they're saying so and so in my class did this rather than I did this or my brother did this or my sister did this. That sort of thing would be lovely. That they're showing appreciation for what another child has done, and yeah. then get call out for them both. And so you have a message or a framework, and you use the word Santa. So what does Santa stand for in this context? It's show or share appreciation, nurture thoughtful actions. And it's basically trying to get people to, because I'm really grateful that you've asked me on your podcast, and that's an immediate gratitude thing. But longer term, I really appreciate that you've asked me onto your podcast. And I want to make sure that you know it and that people I can talk to about the podcast will know that as well. And then it's a reciprocal thing. It ripples out and then is encouraging other people to do thoughtful things. And that's the nurturing thoughtful actions part of it. I love it. Because what could be more appropriate for Santa than to encourage appreciation and encourage kindness, really? So, Mike, I just want to thank you so much for being on the show today. We're going to keep it short because, you know what, people have a lot of things to do during the holidays. I'm sure you have a few things to do, but I really want people to, you know, guess what? When you're out there networking, you never know who you're going to meet. And, you know, Mike is from the UK. I am from Canada. And we met at this networking event 
in Western part of Canada. And here we are today. You know, you're on my podcast. I'm promoting your podcast, you know, appreciation and thoughtful action. So thanks so much, Mike. Oh, thank you so much for having me along. And can I just wish all your listeners a very Merry Christmas. And if they're at home with children, really enjoy them. Be proud of them because children are wonderful, aren't they? They are. I have a grandson, so I couldn't be prouder of them. And so friends, thank you for listening to my podcast. So much gratitude. I just want to let you know that all the elves that work to put together this podcast have worked hard during the year and I really appreciate them. But we'll be taking a break and this will be the last podcast episode of this season. We'll return with a new season and a new episode in January. And until then, as you go dashing through this busy Christmas season, I encourage each of you to take time to appreciate the moments with your family and the companionship of your friends. The best part of the holidays for me is those memories that we create. Again, thanks for listening. Merry Christmas.